So joining me now is former Tipperary defender Paddy Stapleton. Paddy, um, just looking back on on last weekend's final, uh, did you enjoy the game? There's a bit of peace. There's kind of some people I found surprising that that didn't enjoy the match. But how hmm. did you view last uh, last weekend's final? Yeah, I was I was a bit surprised as well. Um, I really really enjoyed it. I suppose I think. I think uh, when there's mistakes in games, people probably think you know the quality wasn't as high. But like uh, we had a juvenile game that morning ourselves in Bursley, and the rain that fell um, the, the night before and that morning was massive. There was water all over the surface. So I'm sure, even though Thurlis great pitch as it is, was a bit heavy. But I thought they made a great go of it. Like um, very competitive. Kilowan probably you know missed chances in the first half uh, that they drew. They got the goal. They got up in the second half. Unlucky with a mistake uh, by Aaron Morgan, you know, to, to get it back. But thought the battle to the end. Both teams hopped off each other for the last 10 minutes. And it really could have went anyway. I was, I'm sure, like every neutral, um, I was absolutely delighted to see it go into extra time. And I, I cannot wait for the replay now this Sunday. Yeah, and it was it was one of those games, usually when a match ends in a draw, there's usually one team that's like, oh, geez, we threw that away or whatever. But I think this time, both both teams could have the argument that they could have won and maybe should have won, but so it's oh, yeah. it's very even kind of going in, going into this Sunday. Ah, it is very even. Like I think everybody was kind of saying it, you know, that while Kildangan might on paper have a bigger spread of even players, like Kildangan have match winners, and it's just such an interesting battle with you know Keno Kelly up front, uh, with uh, Jerry Cal up front. They're they're probably maybe the two most explosive players on the field really you know um, and so they need huge watching like you know they can blow a game up and on their own as we see uh, Jerry Cal did so it's, it's very very even um, I still think it's even again the only thing you'd be worried about from a killer one point of view is they seem to rack up injuries obviously we saw it the last day but you know they have to bring guys on and off they really you know I'd admire their thinking and they're trying to work it to get the best players on the on the field like there's no point even at inter-county level people you know people often fall in love with the fact that you need 30 players you rarely do and at club level you certainly don't if you have 16, 17 very good senior hurlers you're you're doing great and Kilowan they're just trying to switch it and turn it and twist it whatever way they can to stay in games and they were, you know, to me, they were really good last day. They, they certainly, I would say, you could say they were the best team, best team on the day. John uh, Cal's goal blew it open from, and they had that chance there and then. So, you know, it's it's that interesting one. They were slight underdogs, I suppose, coming in the first day, and have they lost their chance? You know, given what they give, given how much they put into it last week, given a couple of little injuries, um, it's kind of finally poised again. And yeah, going into replays, a lot of the times the underdog coming into the first day when they're going into the replay, it's kind of like, oh yeah, they have lost their chance. So. What way do you see it? Do you still see them as as underdogs going in on Sunday? I don't really. I I, I still would see Kildangan just as kind of slight pipping favourites, like you know, and and they know what to expect now. But I think Kildangan don't feel like underdogs, and it, that's the biggest thing. You know, I could go back to our tip days, even when we won in two thousand and ten. Everyone thought we were underdogs, but I don't think we felt like underdogs. We felt like we were as good as what they could produce. And I think Kildangan in their own heart feel that. You know, they've super players up and down the field. Um, even Bill O'Mara's left seven or eight minutes like you know inspiration with a couple of scores setting up the goal like they have such rich quality where they think Kildangan are such an even team but I think Kildangan will be disappointed what they got out of some of their players um, I, I suppose I was speaking during the week on, on, on one of the shows here in Tip FM and I think it's very interesting that the two best ball players in the back line for Kildangan had to manmark O'Kelly and had to manmark John Cal. And that takes it off an awful lot away from your team going forward. And Kildangan are a very good ball playing team. But when you when you put your two best ball players as the men markers, then it's not as smooth. The hurling isn't as smooth. And I, I just 
love to see what they're going. Are they going to stick or twist this weekend? Like, you know, Fergie Hayes um, has played a lot of years. I know he came on midfield one game, but that's not his place. Like, are they going to maybe put another marker in there and release either Sweeney or Alan Flynn? Um, that's what's really interesting. Then up front, Dan O'Mara came on. Like, I, you know, we all know Dan O'Mara's ability. He hasn't got the start lately, but will he be a guy that's turned in and said, "Look, here's your chance." So, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, very hard to pick a winner. The only, like, the only thing you say is maybe the fact that Killing aren't carrying as many injuries. Will they be able to get going in the last 15 minutes and, and open it up? I don't know. They didn't really the last day. It was tip for that. So it's just, it's completely, you know, it's completely something that we we couldn't really predict. I'd say. Yeah, and it's a very, very kind of open game. And I suppose maybe would you say Killadangan are the team that can improve more from the first game? You would, but you would, but you would say this year, going by this year, um, you wouldn't have seen it really. You know, I don't think I'm being unfair on anybody. You probably haven't seen that level, that level of hunger, that level of freshness, uh, sharpness. That obviously when they were getting to county finals the the, the previous years, um, so. I think they are a little bit hurling in sports and showing intensity in sports. Now, they've still played very well the last day, don't get me wrong, but they, if if they reach those levels, yeah, but, you know, we probably haven't seen it this year. They're, you know, different guys are hurling well at different times, but I don't think they've all produced what they can at the one time and maybe in their forward line as well the next day. You know, they had probably two, three good performances in the forward line the last day, but they'd expect to have four or five, you know, that are causing, at least causing Killer One Hassel back there, um, which, which probably two or three didn't. Um, and so that's that's very interesting. But they can they can certainly improve. But that's not to say Killer One, if, like, you know, Kelly, provided he's, he's there in the field, if he gets his finishing touch going, as he probably has in the last two matches, can he bag a couple more goals? So I just, it, it's very hard to predict and, and lots of good players on show, you know. Yeah, and looking forward to it on Sunday. And uh, Sunday is a, a busy day for yourself. You've a new book launching on Sunday. Tell us about that. Yeah, I've uh, two new books launching and gotten for punishment. But uh, yeah, the launch is going on. Uh, it was hard to fix it around all these matches, but um, twelve o'clock to two o'clock with the book launch in Bursley Sports Complex. So I have the sequel to my first book, Up in the Air, which was a couple of years ago. It's called Up in the Air Muckfest. And then kind of a lot of parents were just finding it the last time that I hadn't something for the younger the younger reader. So I have it's called My First Hurley. So it's a little story about three kids going to uh, get their first hurley in the, the old Neil's uh, workshop. So it's really very illustration uh, based and you know, there is reading in it too, but very, very excited about them. But we're you know, if you're from Killer One or if you're from Killerdangan and you're on the way over and even I think there's money gall or in the interviews and Laura, you know, they can call in early and, and have a look around and wear your club colours and indeed anyone from around the locality or whoever wants to travel is more than more than welcome. So we'll have a few kids activities. Um we'll have obviously a bit of book signing there. Um and we're gonna have a reading as well. So some of the local talent are gonna have a, a reading of my first hurley because it's quite a short little book. So maybe more of a drama than a reading. So we're really looking forward to that. Brilliant, and I, I spotted as well that it's called. There's kind of two nearly editions of my first hurley and my first hurl, depending on where you you're, where you are in the country. So you're avoiding a bit of hassle there, anyway. Yeah, well, I didn't want to be falling out with anyone in, in Ireland, really. But I suppose, look, to be honest, obviously I'm doing this independently. That's why I want to do all these books, and um, you know, it's probably not financially the most efficient thing to do. But to be honest, my main focus on doing the books is doing something that people like. Um, and and if I do something that I think people like and I like doing, uh, I feel like it's a success, like it was with the first book. So my first hurl, my first hurley, and I, I wanted to suit everyone. And because as I was talking to my mother before, like if she had a saw a book that was my first hurl, she wouldn't have bought it. So I said, yeah, well maybe maybe I need to make it. People are very very 
um, you know, they're particular about that. It's, it's a very sensitive topic. So no matter if you're hurl or hurl, you should be taken care of. Exactly. Yeah. And just on yourself then on writing these books, is that something you kind of always were interested in or how did you kind of originally get into that? Not really. Like, look, I would I would have enjoyed reading an awful lot. I think reading reading saved me really when I was young. Um, I wouldn't have been academic at all. Uh, my reading would have been really poor in earlier primary school years. So I read an awful lot of actually soccer magazines probably are what we could access, you know, and that kind of, you know, it's basically bridging the gap. So reading something you're interested in is so important when you're improving literacy. So uh, that's where I got it first and didn't do great at school, but always enjoyed reading. And obviously I went back to college, did English and P. And then I kind of started writing sports articles. I started writing for the, um, for the examiner, started writing for my own brother, who, who who's a journalist and really enjoyed that. And just had this notion that there's not enough out there for GA kids, you know, and, um, and I said, you know, I go for it. But, it, you know, you have huge doubts every time you're writing because you think it's good, but for, you know yourself now, uh, what I think is good, thousands of others could think is really poor. But I enjoy doing the first one. I enjoy the whole project base of it as well. Like, you know, I kind of find the illustrators, find the editors, um, find the printers, do it, kind of do it all myself with the help of my family and my friends. And it's something I, I really enjoy. And all the books, you know, all the bookstores in, in Tipperary are right behind it as well and have been very supportive. Um, so I'm really lucky, really, that I have the outlet. You know, a lot of people want to write a book themselves, but they mightn't have, you know, access to, to the public like like I do. You know, yeah. like yourselves on Tip FM here, it's it's brilliant the support I get. So, no, I, was, I wasn't always interested, but, um, you know, it's something that has blossomed over time. Brilliant. And finally, so the book is being launched Sunday, but it's not coming out till next week, I believe. So when and where can uh, the book be got? Yeah, so launch is this Sunday. So if you want to get the book early, obviously you can come along to the launch and I, there's no problem getting it signed. Maybe someone won't want to sign, but then uh, we're launching it next Wednesday evening. Um, next Wednesday, it'll be in all kind of good bookshops in the Tipperary area. We'll have it from Nina uh, right down as far as Clonmel. And if if you can't get it there, there's no problem at all. We can we can send it out. So go to paddystapleton.ie and we have the book. We've all the books, and then we have a few slitters and a few grips if people are interested in that. So uh, we've we've we a big project on this year. So Burke Sports in Bursley is the place to be on twelve o'clock on Sunday. It's the sports complex. So the sports Bursley complex, GA sorry. sports complex. Yeah. So we need a big spot for you know some of the activity. We'll be doing a bit of target practice. We'll be doing a bit. Of, we have we have a pitcher competition. So we've lots of stuff going on. Brilliant. Look forward to it, Paddy. Thanks a million for that. Thanks a million, Paul.